0: Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. To be fair Rob, I'm still devastated. I mean, he was such a top bloke, it was unbelievable. I mean, it was a man-mounting. You know what? Billy Joel sings about a song. Owning the good die young.
3: When I go home late at night, this is a song that I really like to sing right now. So I'll play it for you. It's uh, called My Old Man.
2: Welcome to the Mayo oh Man Said podcast. I'm David Michael, the editor of Mayo oh Man Said. And joining me, uh, fitting uh, the podcast in his busy schedule, Dan Rogers from the Villa Underground. Uh, how long you got? Five minutes? Ten minutes?
3: Go, 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 go. Quick, keep talking quick.
2: <laughs> uh, all good?
3: All good in the hood. I mean, we are on the cusp of a blues derby. What could possibly go wrong with Harry Redknapp involved?
2: And... <laughs> Have you got yeah. your 50p ready?
3: Well, <laughs> allegedly I was not no in that stand on allegedly. that day. I'll
2: tell you what, with my aim, don't think so. Yeah, I've actually got quite a good aim, but I'm, uh, I'll be well behaved if anybody's listening <laughs> from the West Midlands, please. So what's been happening uh, in the universe of Aston Villa? Well, we've had two Easter games within the space of 48 hours. Uh, we lost them both by the same score. Hooray! And, I think the bottom line there is something we've been talking about. The performances aren't just good enough to beat these teams. Also, Codger got sent off. It looked like it was the end of his season and the end of any chance of getting 20 league goals. But Villa, good work on their part. Uh, they got the appeal, and uh, he's only missing the Blues Derby. Ooh. And finally, in the main Villa news, uh, Ross McCormack's doing something I don't know. Cyst hospital. We know what's going on in the background, but you can't really say anything. But uh, it's quite interesting. Oh, it's an Achilles ankle, and then it's, next day it's cysts, and uh, there's something, there's another reason, but we can't really mention that. So anyway, let's let's go back to those two games quickly.
3: Oh, do we have to? Can't we talk about something else?
2: Well, it's interesting. Well, at The Reading game, after the Reading game, I mean, we've been saying it on this podcast, and I, you know, I've personally been writing about it, is that Villa aren't just playing good enough to uh, get promoted and people can only remember this season winning seven out of eight games Mm. and Some of those games, I mean, we've already discussed this, who they were against, and the performances in those games were pretty much the same as when we were winless in nine. There wasn't that much difference.
3: No, well, this goes with the big switch next season, isn't it? We've got to be more... We've got to get out of we've described as third gear, isn't it? And when we have been in third gear, it's been for 45 minutes, hasn't it? We haven't ever stitched together. And I do buy a bit of this sort of, oh, on-the-beach mentality after Burton, blah, blah, blah. But isn't this a great opportunity to have a good run at the back end of the season and you know it'd be interesting to see how Villa approach Blues say will that be a on-the-beach type approach I don't see that
2: so you know yeah, take take the gloves off yeah have a crack have a crack just because you, you I was spelling out some home truths on uh, social media you're getting uh the whole neck you know the, the negative word used against you but mm. uh again it's the case of reality and it's not just because they were bloody losing we've been saying the same damn thing all the way mm. through i mean still we're in second gear fulham uh i thought the sending off of codger i mean we'll we'll talk about that in a second but uh, i think that kind of focused villa that, that kind of mm. they suddenly they've fired up a little bit and uh, i mean grealish's goal i actually thought that might uh, take us on a bit and we might kind of hell hold out and you know hold out for that point but i think uh fulham hit uh probably at the best time uh Straight yeah. away, <laughs> and that yeah. kind of dented I, any. Uh, when
3: they joint top scorers in the league or something like that, Fulham as well. I, you uh, could see why, actually. Yeah, good, good movement. They were
2: organised, and they get I mean, go, behind you.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, go back to the. I mean, to take the, the really good singular positive moment there. That was the Grealish goal. That's the that's the kind of thing we need to see more of. That. You know, that that quality, that bit of edge, and I mean taking Greedich just as, you know, singling one person out, I suppose. We haven't seen nearly enough of that from him. And I think going back to to what you were saying just a couple of minutes ago, there's nothing wrong with constructively criticising the Villa team, you know, that you can, all of our flaws over the last two games, just take the two games, and been there for all to see. And that's not to say that we aren't making progress, because we are, but we are... A fair way away from being a team that can confidently rock up at a Fulham or, think, let's start thinking back further, a Leeds or, you know, earlier on in the season, other, other sides, of, you know, Brighton, we didn't go there and do the business, for instance. Yeah. That's, that's the difference that we've, at no point this season have we been threatening to challenge. Yeah, we had a seven or eight. Game run, but you
2: know, but some of those games could have gone either way. And you know, we're talking about playing, we got lucky because some of the games we played there were against, uh, I mean, there was Wigan thrown in there, there was Rotherham, Bristol City, all those teams started off in the bottom three when we played them.
3: I don't think either of us want, you know. I think this is where. I mean, we we have different opinions on the villa, but I think this is where we have a meeting of the minds. Is what we don't want to do is to arrive into next season with any sort of delusion that we're, you know, ready to romp the league. You know, I, I yeah. don't feel like we're there yet. I think we've got some good players, but we've got some glaring holes in the squad as well. I
2: feel. yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm all I'm asking for is, uh, and all I wanted uh, in this. Well, let's say since February, when we mm. effectively r- rolled ourselves out of the playoff, was evidence that I could go into next season. I mean, be above and beyond whatever happens in preseason, because preseason really never tells you anything. You can slam teams three or four nil in every game, yeah, or you yeah. could lose every game. Really, doesn't really, as time has shown, uh, doesn't affect anything. But there hasn't been any evidence. I mean, people think when you say oh, we need to play better and perform better that. People keep saying, uh, you know, we're not going to play like Barcelona and it's better to win ugly than lose playing like Barcelona. No, nobody's talking about playing mm. like Barcelona. I mean, we're almost spending the money that Barcelona spend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we spend more?
2: <laughs> I mean, we certainly spent more than Real Madrid in, in the summer, but uh, we're not talking about playing like Barcelona. No. People like to put words in your mouth just to uh, make their argument or uh, you know try to beat you in an argument but the essential thing is you just want Villa to play the basics you know when a player's in and there's a free Villa player on the edge of the six yard box cut it back to him rather than just blaze it over Ooh. the bar into Rose Z which has been happening quite a lot and hit and hope crosses as well. Hit
3: and hope crosses and we've got a uh... I mean you, you, let's look at Ama v that we, we seem to be we're trying to rehabilitate him, aren't we and he's he had that period in the in the left midfield come winger come sort of tucked in left midfield and now he's found himself back at left back again, which is probably a disaster for him because he was you know he's he's been badly found out there this season. but there's a yeah. great example of someone who the player who hasn't developed for whatever reason be it injury be it being played out of position whatever and there there's one of the glaring holes and what we've got to hope is, I suppose, that that's that's the type of position we're going to be strengthening in an, in the summer. But it would be deluded to say here and now we're, we're the team we're the obvious candidates. Uh, we're massively improved. Well, no. we, I mean, we we're
2: buying say- all these players. It all looks great. Like when we're dropping yeah. twelve million here, fifteen million here. But when we bought McCormack, when we bought Hogan, it's like, well, where are they going to play? I don't think they're actually bought. Yeah. with any uh, strategy in terms of, oh, yeah, that's you know we're going to play this system with Hogan. They just bored him because he was uh, available because he didn't go to West Ham, it seems.
3: Let's talk a little bit like, about Hogan, because... It's interesting. To, I've sort of sat out of the debate, and there is already a debate simmering dangerously within social media about whether he's got to turn a Turner pace and whatnot. I actually think he looks, a, 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 in terms of movements and runs, an incredibly clever player. That that's not our problem. I think we've bought a good player, but exactly but as he's you say, he's playing with idiots. He's <laughs> playing with absolute numpties at times, and, and, and there was there was a couple of occasions at Fulham. The through ball was there for one, two, three, four, five, six seconds,
0: yeah. and
3: the guy on the ball, it, the one that sticks in my mind. Forgive me. It may have been Gardner. It, it, Whoever it was, it might have been Yednak. Actually, thinking about it, they just—they didn't even attempt to make the pass. And that's—that's that's Hogan's trick, isn't it? He wants—he's on the shoulder of the last man, and he wants to get him in, in on the goalkeeper. I've, I can't yeah. record us putting him in yet.
2: No, I mean I must admit it was a—it was a double-edged sword with the whole codger appeal uh, mm. being won because I thought the silver lining of that was it actually forced Bruce to play with Hogan and actually gave mm-hmm. Hogan a, a three game chance of uh, being the main man and seeing what he could do and you know you play him up front maybe you put Grealish in the hole and if, if Green's fit you've got him on the left flank and Adoma on the right and then Hurahan running forward mm-hmm. to join up linking up maybe Amavi uh, on the left can start playing a bit more football rather than just getting to the odds of the 18 and you know, there's, there's suddenly more potential for link-up and, yeah. you know, Grealish in that whole finding these runs of Hogan.
3: It's classic Villa, isn't it, that, that we get a player who's, all the statistics all, you know, because it wasn't just um, goals, it was assists and link-up play with with Hogan that he, yeah. he comes in for
2: you know a lot of credit. Same for as McCormack, for to be honest.
3: Yeah, I mean, glaringly. Hoorahan, another one who, who was just, you know.
2: Well, he's still number one in the assists, but obviously most of them for Barnsley. For
3: Barnsley. And, but isn't it classic Villa, I mean, t- taking Hoorahan for, for a few minutes, I mean, he's been Slightly out of the squad a couple of weeks, well, not out of the squad, but out of the starting eleven for a couple of weeks. We get these players, and we don't then deploy them as they were deployed by the team we bought them off. That's a puzzle. And I think it's a sign of how unbalanced our squad remains. But we've. But is it,
2: is, or is nah. it just not being played? Because I don't know. You look sure. on paper. I think it's as good as anything in the league. Um. I mean, how much have we spent? For God's sake. We,
3: well, spending and quality can be can be <laughs> different points as we've experienced not just this season at Villa, but over many years. I don't think we've got the eleven yet, and I'm not convinced that Bruce knows of the squad he's got. What the best eleven is, we haven't worked out how to, how to use the strikers that we've got. I'm convinced of that, yeah. and I don't think we've got a we've got a plan A, plan B midfield. We've you know you take Jednak out of the equation, for instance, we look incredibly vulnerable. You put him in, and um, one of our midfielders is quite anchored to the you know he's the anchored man isn't he so we what i'm saying is i'm not sure what our formation is half the time as well and i wonder yeah. whether that affects our tactics
2: well i mean yeah i think essentially it i think the first thought is defend so i mean that's Seems quite apparent view. Yeah. but from that point of view we really haven't got the personnel to be great on the counter we don't have that many weapons going forward in terms of fast you know counter attack we just i don't we haven't even got the wingers no and that's that's the worry if that's the way uh, bruce wants to play then he's going to have to focus buying at least three players who can allow him to counter with a bit of ferocity and Mm. uh, threat really Mm. we mentioned uh the latest in the McCormack saga do you, do you really expect him to feature because he's not going to be easy to offload and you know if what we know about his uh, let's say personal issues uh that doesn't look like a summer's going to sort it out well i mean there's there's a few months yeah. so you never know but it's uh not not a do you think he's a lost cause i mean i think hogan essentially replaces him anyway doesn't he not
3: well i think the fact that we went out and bought like we did i think yeah Can he be rehabilitated? Yes Do I imagine it can happen here and now? Well, looking at the chronology from when he joined the club to now And the recent pictures of him And the hasty loan net to Nottingham Forest And then the fact that he hasn't even been there for three weeks Something doesn't sit very well with me there And definitely repeating myself It's classic Villa that we take a bolted on 20 goal a season striker And he has a a (laughs) breakdown (laughs) <laughs> is that your
2: new catchphrase? It's classic Villar. This is classic Villar. That that should be uh, that should be our T-shirt actually. If we do, well, a we podcast could stick. Uh, it's well, the classic. Mc could like. go
3: on the list, couldn't he? We've got the old <laughs> Balaban, Collymore. Uh,
2: yeah, no exactly. And Co. Right before we go on to the uh, the blues. Okay. which will, uh, I mean, there's a lot to talk about that in, in in terms of what's happened, especially from their point of view. I've I've got three questions for you, and this kind of comes from, I don't know, I think the Birmingham Mail is, is trying to still blow the trumpet for Bruce, and I don't know if it's because Aston Villa are their biggest advertiser, but mm. that article on De Matteo, where they worked out where Villa would be this season based on De Matteo's 11 games in charge. Mm-hmm. Which a the science of that is complete nonsensical and means nothing. I mean, if, for example, if you take Steve Bruce's first eleven games of two thousand and seventeen, it's identical to Di Matteo, and yeah. only because Bruce won the last three of them. I mean, before that, he was. If Di Matteo got sacked for that ten points in the eleven games, then Bruce should be out on on his earlobe as well. So it made no sense whatsoever. So I just I looked into Aston Villa under Steve Bruce. Mm-hmm. And looked at the league table. So the first question is: Where are Aston Villa in the league table? That's only calculated since Steve Bruce has been in charge.
3: Ooh, ooh! Oh. Oh. I reckon we're probably uh, lower to middle table.
2: I want a figure.
3: A figure, okay. Uh, Fourteenth. Fucking hell! You're negative. <laughs> 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 I mean, well, are we second? Are we second? I don't. Well, John, no, have no idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, the scenario,
2: the scenario is when, when you mention oh Villa the season, it's like oh if it wasn't for all those draws under De Matteo, we would yeah. have been higher. But the reason, <laughs> but you look at, I mean, I've just mentioned the eleven games of De Matteo, two losses, I think, all those draws. Which are apparently the downfall of this season. But in mm. Bruce's first eleven games of 2017, seven losses. So what about all those losses under Tell Bruce? Tell me where we are in the league. So where we are in the league under Bruce alone is eleventh.
3: Yeah. Oh damn it! I was being negative. <laughs> you
2: were. I thought I thought you were going to pitch up like seven, eight. Nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah. No. But eleventh is is not good. Uh,
3: is that, that's about where we are now,
2: is it? Oh, I think. Yeah, we're twelfth at the moment. That's... Bearing cool. in mind, when he took over, I mean, everything he said uh, was about still getting in the playoffs. And when he took over the Blues, they were 15th, and he managed to get them in the playoffs as oh, well. you and your
3: facts. Um, I know, I come loaded. <laughs> I, like, I like just to be you know, in my veil of delusion that, that this will this will get better. Second question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Unless you've got anything to say about the fact that we're 11th under Bruce, which is a surprise to me, because I thought yeah maybe those 11 games yeah yeah but then that kind of win uh, a run of wins and he had a good start as well Mm. kind of neutralized that i mean Mm. january the first he was we were six points off the playoffs. so yeah yeah. you know we were in there there was no real excuses
3: I was confident after that Burton Boxing Day win that we managed
2: to get. And, yeah, know. we were we were definitely on the right track. It's just that they so just annoyed. mismanaged January, which we've yeah. we've already discussed. Uh, right, second question. This mainly addressing all those people who suddenly are like, "Oh yeah, well, we're never going to get promoted this season. It was always uh, it was always going to be next." So, where on average do the bottom club of the Premier League that gets <laughs> relegated finish <laughs> the next season? In the right, championship On average uh, Since the uh, Premier League Has been formed The bottom team Getting relegated Where do they finish On average Oh
3: god Right so if we're Good question No so. I need to be positive. positive um, Thirteenth <laughs> <laughs> Come on release,
2: release me from my misery Well On average 35% Of teams That finish bottom In the Premier League Bounce straight back up So let's say a third <sighs> So the average place uh, is actually ninth, is where they finish. So we're below average. (laughs) You know, that average has been dragged down because there's, like, teams that crash and burn. I think Wolves crashed and burned, Portsmouth crashed and burned and, you know, did a double drop. Yeah,
3: yeah, I get you.
2: But now I've got the worrying question. (laughs) (laughs) This is the one that that puts the... uh, this is the one that the storm clouds gather over Villa Park. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I've just given you too much of a clue there. Oh, no. So, a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, we were never going to get promoted. Uh, it's always going to take kind of two seasons, blah, blah, blah. Right. Third question How many teams in championship history have <laughs> got promoted within three years? <laughs> Having failed to bounce right back after finishing bottom in the Premier League.
3: <laughs> now, I'm I'm going to guess, because you've asked the question, it's not a high percentage. I'm going um, <laughs> to... 25%? So
2: we're talking about the bottom team getting relegated and getting promoted within three years.
3: Yeah, I'll go
2: with that. Sorry, after not bouncing straight back.
3: <laughs> it's significantly less than 25%, that is what Well, the
2: answer is just one. <laughs> <laughs> We're, doomed. We're doomed. We're doomed, people. We're doomed, Ross. <laughs> We're doomed. Uh, that was actually Sunderland. They got relegated two thousand two stroke two thousand three yeah. season disappeared and then went back up uh, two thousand four, two thousand five. I think got relegated the season after on fifteen points wow. and wow, then wow, went wow. up and won won the championship the season after. Now funny enough I mentioned that fact uh mm-hmm. I think on social media like uh that it is possible to get relegated after a super poor season in the Premier mm-hmm. League because Sunderland at that time on fifteen points that was a record They were the Derby. example weren't they? Yeah yeah, before Derby came along and somebody said to me, well, uh, yeah, but we've got a new owner, we've got a new manager. Well, hello, but Sunderland actually started that season without a s- manager and there was a takeover in the summer, Niall Quinn's mm-hmm. mob took over and Niall Quinn actually started the uh, season as the manager before Keane came in.
3: <laughs> I was about to say, and they won it with Roy Keane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: and, and they won it with Roy Keane. Jeez. So I think they were like... And they didn't buy any... I think Dwight York they bought for a couple of million off Sydney. But most of their signings were around like the one million mark. And then, a, you know, laid a freeze in there as well. So they weren't burning 15 mil, 12 mil on uh, strikers that suddenly disappeared without a trace. <laughs> so you can see they're like... It is possible, and you look at how we've done it in that the big kind of Galacticus of the Championship vise, and, well, it may have impressed us in the summer, but uh, it seems to not have worked. Anyway, on to the blues.
3: Is that the end of the question?
2: That's the end of the, <laughs> uh, the depressive stats uh, questions. But they're quite interesting, actually. I mean, especially that uh, if you don't dip bounce right back, you, you're essentially stuck in quicksand. <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first.
1: ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Selling a little? Or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage,
2: Mm. Anyway, talking of stuck in quicksand and looking like quicksand, uh, Harry Redknapp's back <laughs> in town.
0: I'm gutted, Zola.
3: Sorry, resigned. I was going to say sacked, but he re- he was. Yeah,
2: well, I think guys. that. I mean, the game now. I think before I I would have taken Villa to win that, but with Codger missing, mm. the only way Villa can score a goal unless Chester goes up for a corner, and now with the Emperor. Of their downfall, Zola out the way, you know, people talk about new manager of a bounce, but Harry Redknapp, been out of the game for two years, playing a mm. bit of golf, watched a few games on TV, Has didn't, didn't have a clue of the Birmingham team, probably didn't even know who played for them uh, before turning up at St Andrews the other day.
3: All of that's got to be in our favour, hasn't it? And... I think the other thing about the Blues is it it wasn't all Zola's fault. They're not a very good football team, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's that's. I think Raila had thing.
2: them punching above their weight initially when they're in the playoff spots, but yeah. I don't think many of their fans expected to stay there. From you know what I've been listening to.
3: No, no, that seems to be the seems to be the mantra, doesn't it? I think Red is a desperate
2: keep you up appointment,
3: and it may well work. I think that they've probably got enough points anyway. To be honest, just just,
2: but yeah, I mean, he said they need a win. Yeah, maybe Q Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. I mean, they've yeah. got as good chance uh, of winning in that kind of game as as any of their remaining fixtures, to be honest, because it's uh, Darby. derby and they, you know, you know all the cliches uh, associated with that. But uh, Blues fans on the whole, well, the ones I've spoken to or seen on uh, social media seem to be uh, content with that because, I mean, you a you can't get worse than Zola, and b yeah. Who else do you get with three games to go? It's better well, than Re- some... Remy
3: Guard still available. He's been turning down <laughs> jobs a little. <laughs> so he says, anyway.
2: Yeah, maybe Sherwood, uh, nah. while he's serving you know, one of these bands he seems to get at Swindon, he could probably uh, do it part time on the slot. Oh,
3: unbearable, wouldn't he, Sherwood? Sure um...
2: But no, I mean, I think that's as good as it gets for them, really. If, Three games to go. They've they've it's essentially what Sherwood did when he came to Villa, it's just add a bit of adrenaline and uh
3: Oh, we'll have them Ged up with all of his Pump them uh, up. All of his I don't even know how to describe it. His um <laughs> <laughs> All I remember thinking at the time of the appointment was Harry, Harry Redknapp and Blues. Is there a is there a partnership more suited to one another than for legal reasons I can't continue speaking probably, but
2: well, you know what I mean. In the context of a Villa of Blues derby, it's I mean you want a bit of pantomime, so uh, it's almost perfect, isn't it? He's got a great mask. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I mean I think it adds to the occasion and I mean come on we got Boogerall to play for and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm trying to think of a better manager as a pantomime villain uh, they could have got for us really. I, mean, I don't know. Joey Barton suddenly became player oh, manager or something. Probably savage. That. Yeah, sorry, Robbie Savage probably number one, Redknapp number two in that kind of stakes. So, what kind of game are you expecting? Are you, uh, are you expecting Bruce to go all out, or do you think it will be a, a both teams grinding it out?
3: Yeah, this would be this would be a grinded out one. I don't. I think this could be quite cagey because for all of the maybe the pre-match Derby bravado that we get, Blues can't afford to come and get turned over because they do need to put. You know, if they're genuinely looking for that win, it's got to come somewhere. And, yeah, you know, like you say, no better place than Villa Park, I imagine, from their point of
2: view. Well, that would pretty much secure their position yeah. and give it's them definitely. a real j- jolt of confidence. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, if we, I mean, if we lost uh, against them, uh, how, where do you think that puts Bruce with the fans? I think that would they would turn. Uh, certainly, you'd have a few sitting on the the fence at the moment uh, jump off it.
3: I think we'd be really disappointed in in the sense of how poor Birmingham are. And I know, and I know derby matches can throw up weird and freak results and performances, but I, I was looking at the running my way down the Blues team, um, the game that Zola got sacked from. I didn't recognise. Yeah. You know, and I, and I was Googling. I have, that,
2: I have that problem when I look down the Villa's <laughs> team sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Hepburn, he who? Who? <laughs> yeah, Elf, I, I, Elf, Elfick? Fink? Fick? I preferred it
3: when you called him Elfink. The early
2: part of <laughs> uh, We're joking. We're joking, listeners. If you've uh, uh, just tuned in and you've never heard us before and you don't know, like we do take the piss sometimes. <laughs> but uh, in, in respect of Codger leaving the situation, mm. I think I've alluded to it uh, earlier on. Grealish missed the last game, yep. obviously through his sus- suspension. So this is one he, he would, uh, A, potentially be there to somebody to uh, kick and get sent off. Mm-hmm. The bait The bait Or uh, be put on a bit of show Redeem himself Become a homegrown hero Against the blues I mean it's That's what these games are for Essentially so
3: Well Gabby's carved an entire career <laughs> Out of ex <laughs> friggin Birmingham derby <laughs> Jesus
2: that's what I was kind of hinting at. <laughs> so uh, I mean, if he can do yeah. it, then surely Grealish can. And I, you know, I personally would have him in that hole behind. Uh, maybe it's a bit too expansive for, for Bruce, yeah. but to have him behind Hogan and let's, you know, do a bit of link-up play. And if Green's fit, I don't know if he is, yeah. but either him and Marvy, because Marvy does link up with Grealish mm. of all players, probably the best. It's all about so there approach. There is a bit of hope yeah. there. But just go for him. you get that crowd going, you've got the crowd willing it on, and uh, suddenly it's uh, it's a bit of an easier game than you first anticipated. It's there for winning. Put it that way.
3: I I, I couldn't agree more, Not grinding. And I, I told you about this. The idea of Bruce grinding on anything or anyone is, frankly, <laughs> repulsive, and it's something that you need to park. I,
2: Bruce I, grinding on uh, red nap. Now there's a thought. I
3: think that's where we end.
2: Uh, we're gonna. I might do a little poll on uh, the Twitter address if you want to follow the Twitter address just for the show, this, just for the podcast listening aficionados. It's uh, at Aston Villa Pod P O D on the end of Aston Villa, and I might put a poll up to see how long you would like uh, these podcasts. Like I don't know, not to thirty minutes, thirty to an hour, an hour beyond i don't long. like long ones i don't like long ones because they take ages to edit but uh some people like you know just long listens because they're uh, walking the dog for an hour or whatever but i mean that's their problem they can listen to another podcast on top <laughs> <laughs> So the idea is that maybe we'll do uh like two shows a week but have them sp- on specific topics uh, you know shorter podcasts but anyway we'll uh, we'll get your feedback on that and of course uh if you can, to support the show, and it'd be great to get to 100 patrons, uh, if you want this bloody thing to uh, continue uh, into the new season, uh, go to myomanset.com and uh, click on the patrons option on the menu. If you're on a mobile device, go to the menu button on the, the left, those three little striped squares, and it will pop up there. Anything else to add?
3: Um, no, I'm, fr- Frankly, I'm, I'm still stuck with the image of Steve Bruce... <laughs> Harry Redknapp yeah, I, well, I met
2: I met uh, West Midlands police a couple of weeks ago to uh,
3: Why are they closing the entire world around the ground before the To nation?
2: discuss the closing of the entire world around Villa Park and I mean we you know looked at a lot of maps and I mean there's also <laughs> the maps maps and <laughs> plans and I mean I know all the times of when the blues trains are coming in and the coaches and everything so if we have any saboteurs out there before Theresa May crushes you all according to the <laughs> daily mail uh, get in touch and uh, i'm sure i'll be able to sell that information to you for a very high price <laughs> allegedly not allegedly not but there is a bit of overkill but also we we live in dangerous times dangerous times <laughs> where people are driving cars into crowds so mm-hmm. certain part of the police planning is not necessarily just to stop those uh, reprobates from uh, the other part of Birmingham coming mm. into town. It's also to stop the you know potential of anything that's happened, obviously, in Stockholm, London, Berlin, mm. Nice, happening in uh, B6. But, of course, you know, terror is used to leverage measures. But uh, I think in this mm. sense, the way that, you know, Villa Park is, I was going to say designed, but it's not, you know, let's say it is Mm. It's not that you can have like a... Like when I went to the Olympiastad, there's a outer perimeter where you have your pat down and you show your ticket before you get into the actual ground. Mm. And that just doesn't happen in Villa because, you know, obviously it's, uh, it's very tight once you're in. So
3: the infrastructure doesn't allow yeah. for that outer perimeter,
2: does it? No, but uh, if you're going by train, I would suggest mm-hmm. go... Uh, via Aston just to uh, save the ball ache of uh, going via Witten, because mm-hmm. you're going to have to show tickets and I think only Lower North will be allowed in a certain entrance from the Witten Way and other people will be asked to walk a long way round just get there early as well so you're not, well I say get there early it's uh, the game's bloody 12 <laughs> what t- o'clock <laughs> What time
3: do you propose? I got? Shall I set off now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I was thinking. Do I go for one of these 8am eight, 8 breakfast? It just takes me back to when I was living uh, in Sydney and having a beer with my bacon and eggs trying to watch a bloody Premier League game.
3: I did notice the uh, not-endorsed, not-sponsoring Aston Tavern advertising a breakfast from 8am. So, uh,
2: yeah, I think, I think they are all open at 8, actually. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I'll probably rock up at, I don't know, 10 minutes to 12. Having suggested uh, everybody gets there earlier. <laughs> anyway, until uh, the Blues game... And after the blues game, it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him.
0: Goodbye. My old man said. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.